Oh, and I'm making an enthusiastic noise. And a, and and a, and a, and a, and uh and another successful cold open. There, there it is. That's how you open a show. Welcome to late night. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to. Welcome to eight. Hey, welcome to eight forty-six p.m. The hour where sometimes your microphone gets all <laughs> jumbled up and you don't know what to do because then you look up and you're like, "Ooh, I'm on a podcast." Wh- uh, which one? Which podcast is this, Chris? What? This is the It Is Nigh podcast. You are listening to late. After dark. After dark, it is nigh. Ooh, nigh after dark, I believe you said earlier today. I like it. Mm. Yes, special episode. I like recording at night. Happening. I got my uh, my little cocktail here. You have your kook. You have your kook tail. Your kook. Ooh, mm. a little whiskey ginger and Ooh. a little bowl of pretzels that I'm not going to touch while I'm recording because I heard myself eating the last time I did that on the podcast and it was annoying. So, going to learn from my mistakes. I didn't mind it. Well, after this cheese it. Wait, wait. Did any listeners reach out and express dis interest no in your eating and if you have an opinion on our podcast or anything else and you want to talk to us about it please hit us up at it is nipod on twitter Ooh, shoot us a dm we'll love it Ooh, please because i have access to that now <laughs> uh which should not have happened it is a mistake uh, i don't we think so realize it soon enough. the twitter has been so much more active now <laughs> um, we got polls if- running Ooh. <laughs> We got <laughs> We do. Oh yes, very good, excellent. I do have to bring up my phone one more time, which I will hold very far away. Oh we, yeah, we just. I do have to th- reveal <laughs> the the contents of a certain poll oh. that we held that we promised last week to our fans that are just absolutely dying <laughs> to know. What is Kevin Spacey's most villainous role? Zero percent voted for Frank Underwood. Eleven percent <laughs> voted for Verbal. Seventeen percent voted for Hopper, and seventy-two percent voted for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> eighteen people voted. Thank you for voting, you eighteen people. If you were listening, let us know. Uh, it is very lonely and silent at the moment. <laughs> I I wish to interact, and I wish to be friendly. I wish to say hello. Good to have you. Good to see you. Kevin Spacey is awful, and so and is we'll get to that. Derek Chauvin. My goodness, and he's going to jail. Yes, and you know what? It's nice to have a nice thing happen. And we're going to talk about a lot of not nice things on this podcast, but uh, I guess it's nice to be like, hey, uh-huh. you got we got to breathe for a day this week and go, oh my God, the bare minimum amount of accountability was upheld. <sighs> at least, at least there was that, I guess. Sure. 
I mean, it doesn't change the fact that a man was murdered, but at least someone is going to, you know, go to prison for it. Arguably not enough people. Right. I think maybe the other officers might count as, you know, accomplices <laughs> standing by and watching someone murder someone else makes you an accomplice. You know, that's kind of how that that goes. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Yeah. So, known dumb person Ann Coulter. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> once called, fairly recently called Derek Chauvin a sacrificial lamb. Right? Well, I mean, that is kind of how the government has reacted on the state and federal level to this. Yes. But I hope that she's not right in the sense that, like, we got this guy. Back to the norm. So, you know. Right. Well, to that end, thank you for the tee up. Um, I did have one. This is I did have one thing I wanted to quote from the New York Times. The New York Times, being Please. you know a relatively good newspaper, sometimes. Um, sometimes. <laughs> they actually had a really good article come out just a few days ago, four days ago on April seventeen, mm-hmm. or no, five days ago. We're recording this on April twenty second, <laughs> and. Yes. And the the article right. they have here, basically, I'm not going to go into the verbiage and all that stuff. The one quote I want to say is that on every day that followed, and on every day that followed the George Floyd, you know, murder trial is what they're talking about. On every day since Chauvin's been put on trial, all the way through to the close of testimony, another person was killed by the police somewhere in the United States. Question. Please. Not 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 that this matters. I just want a bit of clarification. Is that an average of a person died a day or like they can every single date a person died? So this is a fair question because you know, we live in a time where realistically Again, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference because at the end of the day this is ag- this is probably I think they mean every day. So the preceding that sentence is a litany of like three or four people who died every day after the, like as the trial started. And then they kind Mm -hmm. of end it with that, that every day, like they have specific cases of like, this guy was like stopped in a traffic stop and got shot. And like, this guy was like mentally ill and breaking down and got shot. And this guy, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of just end it with, on every day that followed all the way through the close of testimony, the police killed someone. So it is fair to say maybe the New York Times is is flubbing the facts, but they are clearly leading us to this conclusion, which I feel like for the New York Times probably means it's true because the New York Times is pretty pro-police and pro-establishment. So that'd be a weird thing for them to claim if it wasn't the way they're implying it. If they are killing people... For traffic violations, which is what happened they to... They killed a 13-year-old boy who didn't even have a gun in his hands. He turned around with his hands in the air. That means his, his hands were up and shooting up, probably, while he was turning around. I haven't watched right. the body camera footage right. because it's horrifying, I'm, I'm certain, and I don't want to see it. But that doesn't make you me should. any less horrified, knowing what its contents are. Like, <laughs> yeah. But see, like, I felt, I felt that way about uh, the George Floyd video at first, and then just like at a certain point, oh, 
you just got to decide to you got to do it. See it. That's true. For yourself. I didn't choose to I mean it's it's almost like a reminder. But I mean the, the the But I agree. You're right. It's important to realize that we live in a violent police state and that this is what they're doing to people. Yeah. I mean it it it, it I <laughs> person I know for a fact that my uh tags are not up to date. Right, and haven't been for a while. <laughs> Have not been questioned. No, 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 not a once. Would not be the same. Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, we kill you. If you, I mean, like, if you're, if if you're just the the wrong person to the state. What the fuck? It's it's so obvious and blatant, and the police are the people you deal with the most from government. And if we can't trust the police, that means the part of the government we interact with most frequently can't be trusted, which means we can't trust the government, which is true right now, which is the destruction of society. That's how societies well, and, crumble, and, and, is if the government and people have zero is, trust. Is it, not, is it not so wild that... That's the road to authoritarianism. Hicks. Right. I mean, just like absolute hicks. They hate the government too, and for some reason they're just like, "Oh, but cops, nah, they're the the thin blue lines like between what and what." Which makes no fucking <laughs> sense historically, what because those same like the people who are commonly called Hicks are people who like in the early 1900s were like fucking fighting the police and the Pinkertons to like establish unions, <laughs> like. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's their ancestry if you're like a West Virginian. It's like your ancestors were fucking hating and murdering cops. But nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We want to focus on the part of history where we like had that flag uh, with the star and bar and and we deserve our statues for the our day. Statues. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, um, it's bad still it's nice that a justice happened no of. i mean okay so so i i don't i don't think i've said this yet yeah no i mean yes i don't think i've said that it's very nice that bad man derek chauvin who we all watched <laughs> murder a person uh is 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 now standing to be uh punished in a way for murdering someone that is good right it's only but good just from day one and we can enjoy that okay we can absolutely enjoy that but just like day one they put him by himself in some like other facility for his safety it's like okay you're already treating him different yep i mean i mean how many people have you just thrown in the pen knowing full well there were people in there that would kill them that could kill them, and you're just like, meh. Well, it's not my problem. Yeah, you just gotta, you've just gotta be out of the public. You've just gotta kind of be over there. Over there, please. your sentencing is in what is it? Six weeks? Eight weeks? It's like a long time. He's gonna like not be in a prison. He's gonna be like right. in a jail for like a while. Probably getting star I mean, treatment good. by the police in that jail. Sure. Who are like constantly telling him like, "Hey, I thought I thought that like what happened to you is bullshit." 
you know, like they were just like trying to make a stance and like, but I mean, again, that's the thing about, uh, about that line of thinking, like Ann Coulter brings up, it is a dare. It is saying after Derek Chauvin, you're going to stop giving a fuck. And I think that's right to some degree, but I hope it's not too, too widespread. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I hope, I, I hope if, I don't hope it's right. I, I, I like, I like recharacterizing it as a dare. And saying, you know, that's a challenge from from a fascist to say, you know, do something about it. Which I think is, yeah, do something about it. All of us can be involved in mutual aid efforts in our local environments. All of us can be there to fill in in the places where the government has failed us, which is most places. And... Mm. I don't know. That's so, like peaceful peaceful resistance by ignoring the government and fulfilling what should be its duties is something that has already been done and practiced by marginalized groups in the US for a long long time and then the US mm-hmm. government realizes that they've become totally self-sufficient, freaks out and does violence against them. So, <laughs> I think the effort the real challenge needs to be for honestly white Americans to get deeply involved in those efforts because that's the group that the u.s government will then have to make systemic change over if if white people say we don't need you then the u.s government unfortunately in terms of what would be faster (laughs) and would be a process that is beneficial in every step of the way you know mutual aid building is going to be faster than waiting for a bunch of old white men to die like (laughs) like we can we can make our own lives better and show them that we don't need them and that the system should change the way we want because otherwise we'll just like ignore the system and do our own thing that's how that's that's the goal of this sort of stuff it's sharing is caring honestly everything we learned in kindergarten was right and then like fifth grade and up was like racism (laughs) obviously that's not true for any really you know stingy pedantic people out there this place sucks late night uh late nigh after dark is is really dark so far let's uh let's not stop that trend i guess because no no let's not in fact let's follow it let's let's I mean, I mean the the extended suspension of reality that the right—it's like not even the far right anymore, because just like the normal right in this country is doing things that that I mean, it's it, it's like their first goal is just to be anti-democratic. <laughs> they cannot have. They cannot have everybody voting. It's insane. They cannot have this. How do they have this, this stance? Is, they cannot. This is not a thing that they can have. <laughs> and the more obvious that that's become, the more connected that people have become, the more people are able to talk to each other and be like, wait, you also don't vote for X, Y, and Z reasons. Maybe because there are myriad reasons depending on which states yeah. that yeah. you're in. Absolutely. And I mean, God damn it! I it's just one of those things where it's like, why? Why is it usually the Republican? Unless always the Republican that's introducing 
Yeah, that's just like it should be harder to vote unless you're like me. <laughs> Why? Why do you? Oh, oh, right. I see. Oh. So, and right. So they need. I mean, they construct this whole thing where it's like there's this widespread voter for. I mean, you you know the whole spiel. But I mean, like maintaining that lie has has just become like that is the Republican Party. That's it, right? Even though there's nothing to it, as admitted by the uh, Nevada Secretary of State Barbara Sigvsk, blah blah, <laughs> uh, a Republican announced that her office had found zero evidentiary support for claims of fraud or bias in the Silver State's 2020 election results. So this is a quote from like a released thing that they did, press release. While the uh, while the party raises policy concerns about the integrity of mail-in voting, automatic voter registration, and same-day voter registration, these concerns do not amount to evidentiary support for the contention that the 2020 election was plagued by widespread voter fraud. The, what an incredible sentence. <laughs> because what, what this says is like, okay, we're still unsure about this stuff. All I have all I'm saying is that is that we've we found nothing to support that stuff. We just we didn't. <laughs> but we are raising concerns. And we are fighting, and uh, and mm -hmm. by golly, they need to pass that bill in which it may, in which it is harder to vote because I, I am so certain, certain that we will find something soon. Mm -hmm. so we right, right this no, not right this no, right this second we have found no evidentiary, no, <laughs> no, we have nothing to support it, no. It is faith based, yes. It's that is our party. It's like it's hopefully it's one of those things where it's hopefully the doom of the GOP and it and in many ways it's like kind of is almost certainly the GOP. The question is, are they gonna take the rest of everyone down with them? Because Probably. Like it's I think it is becoming obvious to more and more people, especially like a lot of like, like all the QAnon stuff is like magically evaporated and stopped. There are no more posts from Q now. And yeah, like people are still convinced and for life, I'm sure there will be plenty of people until the day they die are like, I believe Q is President Trump and, and he was fighting pedophiles and, and that'll be their last words and good riddance after they mm -hmm. die. But like, I think a lot of those people are feeling and a lot of those people, especially with families that were not part of the Q conspiracy and other Trumpist sort of views. Like I have relatives that weren't in, into Q, but were Trumpian and you can already see them backing away from a lot of this stuff. Like usually if you if you just like yeah. lost and it was your candidate that lost, you'd be a little bitter about it maybe to family members, but they're backing away from it with the realization yeah. of like I don't want to apologize because I was like really awful, but I also definitely realized that I crossed the line 
and that this was not okay. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of people yeah. realize that. So hopefully enough people realize that soon enough, I guess. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, and I guess the other depressing thing we can mention before we get to the depressing bad content we have this week, though it is really funny, so stick around for that, is uh, mm. in amidst police shootings and the Chauvin trial and, you know, a reminder of how much it takes for a single case of any amount of accountability to <laughs> to happen when a black man is murdered by the state. But uh, there were also just a ton of shootings, like all of last week. Harrison and I recorded last Wednesday, and then I think every, I think like the next three or four days, or was it every day that followed, there was like a new shooting we became aware of in the news. It was pretty atrocious. Yeah, yeah, and it became like a very, very, very unfun game of like information tag to be like well fuck here's another one yeah it was like a mixed bag it was uh it was it was bad so yeah i don't know gun control laws you shouldn't you shouldn't be red flagged i guess and (sighs) then go out and be able to buy a gun which is not proof yeah. that red whoa, flag laws whoa, whoa. don't work. It's that they need to write better fucking laws. How was that possible? Yeah. We'll 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 tackle guns at a time when we've done a little more research, have a little more literature on hand. That's true. When it's not a nigh after dark. My literature is a PBR. Ooh, and what a what a deep, nice sip that is. I think it's about time we transition over yeah. to uh, the bad content. Take us back to Kevin Spacey. Yeah, if you say so. What wonderful, fantastic, possibly new music. Probably, pro- pro- probably not, but maybe. The future cooperative, maybe. Or a fan. Or a fan. Anyway, uh, we ha- we, uh, Chris, we must. We must open with how weird Kevin Spacey's Twitter is. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Is that my phone again? Doing the weird? Oh, do you hear something weird? Anyway. Yeah, I heard something weird that time. Anyway, uh, 4.1 million followers. He Wait, hold on, hold on. Past... Pause, pause, right at the top here. Are you telling me Kevin Spacey currently has 4.1 million followers? Yes. Well, that's sad. Okay. I I hate that. It gets... Yep. Um, for the past one, two, three... Past three years, right? 2020, 2019... 2018. Mm-hmm. The only tweets that he has left up are on December 24th. Wait, really? All of his tweets are from the exact same day? No. All of them are, f- well, yes, from the same day, but a year apart. Oh. What? So he has three tweets up and they're all on Christmas Eve? Yes. 
What a fucking creep. What do they say? And they're all different, and I don't know why this is a motif he has picked. It is not his birthday. It's not his mother's birthday. <laughs> I checked that, too. Uh, and then in 2017, no problem. In fact, he did not tweet uh, <laughs> on December 24th, 2017, but October uh, 17th, or no, excuse me, October 30th, 2017, and back, he is just like a Twitter fiend. It's a ton of shit. It's, it's shit that I didn't want to get into. Oh, look at that. He, uh, oh, God. <laughs> I like how this podcast has just turned into <laughs> listening to Harrison react to reading Kevin Spacey's Twitter. Well, and it's it's what the podcast was always going to turn into eventually. Indeed. If it wasn't immediate, it, yeah. <laughs> It's like evolution, you know? What's going to happen is going to happen. It's Murphy's Law. Uh, it is Murphy's Law, because this went very wrong. And this is this is a fine transition. Somebody tweeted, like, Oscar-worthy compared to Nine Lives. Kevin Spacey uh, quote retweeted, Nobody's perfect. And it got 12.2 thousand <laughs> likes. So, so we're talking um, about nine lives, baby. If y'all don't know, this is a, a movie 2016. From... Exactly. <laughs> it's a movie from that year cool. starring Kevin Spacey and Jennifer Garner, no less. And also oh. starring as the villain is that guy on Riverdale who's Kelly Ripa's husband, who I can't remember the name of, didn't remember while watching the movie and have not looked up mm. since. So I still don't know. So I'm 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 very curious as to why you did not classify uh, Christopher Walken as the prime. Holy villain shit! No, Christopher Walken piece, isn't the villain. I totally did. Christopher Walken is isn't? not the villain. No, 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 no. Christopher Walken puts these people through fucking hell. The premise. I don't think of he's this the film. villain. Just real quick. Christopher Walken's like a, a force of chaos. Let me just let me let me. Oh, you're so right. Joker's not a villain, dude. <laughs> just a uh, he's an agent of chaos, dude. All right, clearly I mean, they're like, setting whatever. it up for Kelly Ripa's husband. Kelly Ripa's husband literally tries to, to become the Joker. <laughs> Christopher uh, he, Walken yeah, doesn't yeah, okay. literally right, try right. to murder Kevin Spacey. Okay. Does he not? No, he does he not, Chris White? He figuratively because does. Let me okay, just just let me <laughs> no way, dude. No, nah, literally. Okay? Because the the okay, yes, there can be more than one villain. The difference though is that he well, okay, neither of them obviously end up killing him in the end. But whereas yeah, that guy got close to it, the the Christopher Walken character actually puts him into a coma so that he can his consciousness can be in a cat uh, while his body is deteriorating and he must learn to be a cat before his body turns into a vegetable and they unplug him and then he's a cat forever. And if you were wondering what the description of the movie it is was, dark as fuck. That that was it. That was the description. <laughs> that, I mean, but but but, uh, it's supposed to be like this funny, cute little like haha, 
This is this is family pet movie. Well, okay. Yes, and I mean it is it is a an American French film apparently. Uh, French English language comedy film. Oh boy! It's primary primarily released in France for some reason. Uh, well, not for some reasons because of the French company. <laughs> okay. I'm an idiot. You're uh, an idiot. Uh, thank you. I love that grinch <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't even care that this episode is bad. This is this is that's the thing about this bad content is that this this movie is so bad. It's horrible that I don't think I don't think I endorse it. No, we can't. This do isn't. It. This isn't. Mm-mm. We can't this do it. This isn't time. like last week. This isn't. This isn't. Because we've been on our roll. We've been we've had some We've had some great some bad, bad shit that we can say like you should watch this bad shit. <laughs> this was not one of them. This was one that was it was fun and like jovial and okay for the first like I don't know ten minutes. Not I mean And then it was just like oof. insufferable. It was so <laughs> like bad. I did not want Kevin Spacey's character just like this so the entire thing, back to back weeks We've had super phallic-centric um, <laughs> bad content. Because another central plot point is that Kevin Spacey... Isn't his last name Brand? Oh, yeah. So isn't, he plays a billionaire whose last name is Brand, who like almost forgot his daughter's Tom. birthday. She Tom wants a cat. Brand. He bought a cat, yes. and then he turns into a cat. And his name's Tom. Like, I don't know. A Tomcat. <laughs> this is good. No, you're much... Hey, you explain the plot. You're much better at this. I will... I will sprinkle my commentary into the plot. I get too sidetracked. <laughs> okay. Please tell the dear listeners what happened. So I have a pretzel in my mouth, so I'm sorry if, if I sound a little funky right now. But I've pushed it to the side you of a promised... <laughs> Mr. Wyden, you promised you wouldn't, and here we are. An hour into... Hey, maybe this is like the, the the Zack Snyder... Maybe we can release two versions of this episode. I don't think I want to talk about Nine Lives twice. <laughs> we don't have to. We'll have a cut-down version and then a long-ass version of all of our rambling, including this. We should probably be cut out, but, you know, if it ends it up is. in there, I guess. the audience is creating a podcast with us. <laughs> um, it's not funny. It's I really want to... Where is live kinda podcast? S- it's kind of sweet, actually. Where is... We're, <laughs> we're kind of... We're kind of a pair of sweet guys, if you think about it. Oh yeah, you, know, you can like, call us we're, a we're, couple we're, of cuddly kitties if you wanted to. We are letting you in on this experience of Chris and I watching uh, just the worst stuff, mm-hmm. and we're saying, should you watch it mm-hmm. or should you not watch it? And on this one, you can watch the trailer <laughs> and call it a day. <laughs> Uh, every, every moment that actually made me kind of giggle is in that, um, the rest of it is just insufferable. The trailer is also insufferable. So just imagine that for, like, we, okay, so first of all, it's five bucks. 
Okay. On Amazon. It, yeah, it's five. To, wow, we're really doing a bad job of this. Okay, so hold on. I'm gonna explain the plot. No, we're not. Real fa- we're doing a great job. <laughs> I'm gonna explain I the plot. I think it's important that's five dollars because Marmaduke was right under a, a known property. Four bucks. Four dollars. Nine lives. Four four bucks for My Marmaduke. My God. Marmaduke. We might do Marmaduke next week. But Harris and I literally both separately watched this movie and separately paid five dollars <laughs> to watch Nine Lives, and it make- was so bad. We made it forty-five minutes in, and we paused it. And we were like, "Holy shit! I feel like I've been watching this movie forever." Like, <laughs> it's an hour twenty-four. It is. It is. I just when it was starting, it's I was so like, bad. "Oh, good. It is. It is a a." It is a forgiving <laughs> hour twenty-four. No, sir. It is a punishing hour twenty-four. Oof. We got to, we got not at all far into it until we took a phone call. Yeah, and just like we, we literally let took the a movie run because it's like, all right, yeah, no, like we have to finish this. We paid five fucking dollars for it. <laughs> We're not playing. We just we can also entertain guests. Ugh. It was bad. It's bad. Don't see it. It's a terrible movie. It's also not fun to watch Kevin Spacey when he's not being like an absolute disgusting serial killer because then it's like, oh, no, no, you're like, I, no, you, no, bad. So (laughs) don't watch it. His name is Tom Brand. His name is Tom, his name is Brand because he oh, wait, a big wait, wait, brand. wait. We didn't explain, we didn't even explain why it was phallic. It's phallic because his whole goal is to create the largest skyscraper in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. And a rival like a company building. is trying to make a bigger one, a bigger building, and it's just a literal dick measuring contest. Great. Woo. I don't even remember, like, do they. <laughs> Is theirs the tallest? Does he not care? No, they do not never remember. get there. There's no reveal about. They don't it. get there. They don't. There's no. I don't remember dude. them showing. Okay, this. hold on. Granted, okay. by the end of the movie, we were definitely trying to rush through it. So, eventually, Rebecca realizes that Mr. Fuzzy Pants is really her father. Great sentence. Meanwhile, Tom's body is in crisis at the hospital, and Laura, David, and Rebecca all go there. Do not remember this at all. Rebecca has the cat hidden in her uh, backpack. In a moment, this David apologizes to call, Tom for, for failing to save the company and takes Tom's uh, ID badge, implying he will commit suicide at the tower. Sure, did not catch that. Uh, Dude, he jumped off the Ulti building. Tower. What are you talking about? With a parachute, I thought. Yeah, but we didn't know he had a parachute when he jumped off. We found that out on the way down. Because... Kevin Spacey in cat form jumps after him. It's a really bad movie. But Kevin, Sp- Kevin Spacey did not bring the parachute, did he? No, he followed him as a cat. Man, this movie. Just so okay, listeners let me, let me know, read it. Let me. This let me, movie doesn't let me make see, sense. Let me see how wicked. <laughs> no, let me see how Wikipedia describes it. At the hospital, Laura and Doctor Cole. Uh plan to disconnect Tom's respirator and let him die. Uh, Rebecca calls to the cat to come prove he is really Tom, but Tom remembers what Felix said. Felix is uh, Christopher Walken. Um, 
about love being sacrificed and decides to save David instead, sacrificing his only chance of regaining his humanity at the tower. David jumps off the building and the cat jumps after him, pulling a cable. It is then revealed that David is wearing a base jumping parachute. He lands in the middle of the party, presents the articles of incorporation. Yep. Okay, so I do remember I do remember this and announces that he now controls his father's 51. He says percent of the stock. He says that the company will remain a family company and fires Ian. Uh, the villain, the other the villain that killed tried to kill him. Although the cat is not seen landing, Tom wakes up from his coma just in time to see David's amount, announcement on the television. Meanwhile, Ian passes Felix, who tells him to hang up. His cell phone, Ian ignores Ian him. Ian is, is the villain is who is played by yeah. Kelly Ripa's husband. And Right, right. And he is turned into a cat. Okay. All of that I remember. I do not remember. All I remember is, is, is just like paying attention to it again. And it being like a free fall off the side of the building. Like, what is this movie now? Um, I did not catch that it was framed as a potential suicide <laughs> uh, into a sick entrance to just pwn your dad's <laughs> business enemy. Um, yeah, yeah, it's wow. a bad movie. You're totally right. No resolution whatsoever about. Okay, so apparently also, the moral of the story is. It has- Hey, nothing to do hey, with nine lives. The moral of the story. Nothing to do no, with nine it. lives. <laughs> no, we, yeah, we talked about that as soon as as soon as it was over. Is that that was a pe- no? That's not true. Okay, so apparently that cat died, right? All right. There's a few things that are problematic. First of all, the moral of the story is oh, don't yeah. care about how big your dick is. Uh, second of all, in Christopher Walken's little creepy pet shop that is bright at the end but very scary at the beginning uh when kevin spacey is a cat he can apparently talk to these other cats which is not established at any point prior and this is very late in the movie yeah it just like uh, happens like, when yo he like stay a cat, cat shop. it's like wait a minute hold on right and and they're like yo stay a cat being a cat is chill it's like well have you always been a cat or were you another person that was put into a coma by this fucking insane Man, this is why he's the villain, dude. Like, even though he captures villains, which would mean he captures Kelly Ripa's husband in the end and turns him into a cat, <laughs> which I thought he was going to give to the family. But then instead, he gives them the cat that Kevin Spacey was. It's like he wants to spend his last life with you. It's like, wait, did Kevin Spacey take one of this cat's lives what 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 so felix is like so christopher walken's character what you're saying is he's like a double villain in the weird fucked up potential lore of this universe so he's taking real life human villains putting them into cats bodies and in so doing wasting one of the cats's nine lives so it can be filled by a human trapped in a cat body a human asshole that needs to learn a moral lesson. Fuck this guy. It's so it's so weird. And fuck fuck Kevin Spacey. Yes. Fuck Kelly Rickus husband. Though he My is internet handsome. is unstable according to a small message that just popped up. <laughs> I am going to hang in there as long as 
As long as I can. Well, I don't know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. We're at 50 minutes of recording, and I think it is time. There's no way it's not more. To wrap this bad boy up. Because. We'll probably need to have a lot of shit edited. We probably said a lot of problematic shit. I think this may be <laughs> one of our worst episodes. <laughs> this has got to be the worst. Episode. This is a guaranteed. I gotta say, I do want to leave. 100% worse. I'm gonna leave as much of this unedited as possible. This was an absolute shit show. Mm. Uh, love y'all and uh, hang, hang tight in there. Get out if you if you get go get vaccinated. <laughs> go go get vaccinated. Go, yes. And go get vaccinated. and once you're vaccinated, uh, go protest. We cops. can hang out again. Yes, definitely do that. Ooh. Alright. Bye. Fucking, that's a... God damn it. That's an episode, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs)